Hi, this is Rob Perks with American Rivers, and I have with me today Tim Palmer, a prolific author of Rivers, a good friend of American Rivers, and a good friend of mine. How are you, Tim? I'm fine, Rob. It's great to be here. Well, thanks for joining me today. Sure. Tim, you and I met a few... A few years ago in Montana at a conference, uh, you were there giving one of your great slideshows about uh, rivers, and then we floated the Yellowstone. And I was struck by not only your talent as a photographer and as a writer, but just the stories you told along our trip. I mean, you were probably the most knowledgeable person uh, in regard to rivers that I'd ever met, a sort of a modern-day John Wesley Powell. <laughs> well, thank you, Rob. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting, and I'm, I'm so glad we have the opportunity for others to, uh, to hear about you, to meet you, and to uh, perhaps uh, buy your book, your latest book, and, and, and read all about your work. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the book you have coming out, Rivers of America. It uh, should be out on the newsstands or out on the, the bookstore soon, I would imagine. Within That's a right. I just got my copy yesterday. It looks amazing. Tell us a little bit about this book. Well, this is really the book of my dreams, Rob. I've, I've done 17 books over the last 25 years, and uh, many of them about rivers and river conservation. This is the one I always wanted to do the most. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a photo book with 200 color photos, beautiful uh, art type prints of rivers all over the country with a text that I wrote about my experience getting to know rivers and about how rivers work ecologically <clears throat> and about the, uh, the problems of rivers and what people are trying to do to, to correct those problems. And so it's, it's really the book of my dreams, you know, the, mainly because it's, the, the whole point is to motivate people to care about their river. And through this, uh, through this book, this piece of art really is how I often think of it. The, uh, I really hope that people can understand what a fabulous resource this is all over our country, how special and magical these places are, and how deserving they are of our attention. Well, your passion definitely comes through in this book, and you mentioned that you've written now 17 books, quite a prolific uh, uh, literary career there, and mostly about rivers. So I guess my first question is, why rivers, and, and why only uh, the rivers in, in, in America? Well, rivers to me symbolize life. I mean, no place is more important for, for, for wildlife, for the ecological workings of the land, um, they flow through our communities and bring bring life to them, uh, and and we are all composed of rivers. Our, our bodies are seventy percent water, and all of that comes from a river or from groundwater, which is inextricably connected to that surface flow. And so, I think the magic fascinate the magical fascination for rivers is is really fundamental because uh, the rivers literally flow in our veins. So there are a lot of reasons why they're important to be, and beyond that, they're just beautiful. You know, they're the most beautiful part of the landscape. And uh, so it was just a joy to photograph and and to write about these special places. And how did you get your start? Well, I... Uh, it, that depends on how far back you want to go. There was, if you go way back, there was a spring on my family property, and I became just fascinated with this continuous flow of water. And then I became curious about where it went. And so I started following the stream. And one thing led to another, and... Uh, but the actual writing career began in, in my earlier profession, which, which was working as a county planner. 
I was trained as a landscape architect. I went to work for a county planning agency because I wanted to work on watershed-based problems and issues. And so I began writing about rivers there and writing all kinds of planning reports. Eventually, I realized people didn't read that stuff very much. So I became determined to write in a more popular vein and uh, actually wrote planning reports then that were more designed to inform people and motivate people to care about our county and what was happening to it. I also loved doing long river trips. The uh, friend of mine floated the whole length of the Susquehanna River, and then I did a 700-mile trip on the Yukon River. And I began writing up stories of the trips as, as magazine pieces. And eventually put all these interests together and developed a book proposal, which was called Rivers of Pennsylvania, my first book. And uh, that was in 1980, and uh, here we are 17 books later. Well, Pennsylvania's loss is America's gain. <laughs> That's the thing you were discovered, and it launched your career. And I, I think the key about your books, and I have several of your books, uh, is that these are stories. This isn't a scientific treatise. You know, this isn't something that's going to weigh you down. It gets into some of the policies and the issues, and the activism is definitely there. But these are amazing stories about rivers told in a way that you don't often see. And well, thank you, Ron. seem to make it so easy, but uh, is it as easy as it seems, or is it a really hard thing, as I might imagine, to put together a book? And, and tell us a little bit about your experiences mm-hmm. in developing your style. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, it's both easy and hard. <laughs> the, uh, the parts that are easy are, are the parts about getting to know the place and see it and appreciate it. And, and, uh, and then the writing is a mixture. You know, it's a, it's a real mixed bag. Some of it is, is, uh, is an absolute joy, and other parts demand a lot of discipline and, uh, and persistence. But but overall, it's really a lot of fun to learn about a river and then to tell the story, as you say, of that river in a way that will interest people and in a way that will motivate them to care about the place. And so uh, you know, in the early phases, it's a lot of fun because you're creating something. I mean, you're creating a, something out of nothing, this story out of all the disparate pieces. And then it's a lot of fun to refine that because at that point, language comes into play and you, you look for all the threads that tie the story together and the characters that give it life and the, uh, the, the special moments that, that, that give it action and, and really make it come alive. And so, so I just love the career. I love writing. I love photography. And, and uh, for the most part, it's a lot of fun for me. And, and that's a, another point there. It's not just your writing; it's the photography. I mean, you're an amazing photographer. And when I first met you, I was I saw your slideshow, and I thought, "Wow, this guy's a great photographer." Who knew that you also are able to? You're a double threat. You combine the writing and the, the <laughs> photography, and and all this is coming from somebody who's trained as a landscape architect, a self-proclaimed river rat, who then worked as a county planner, who then moved into this really interesting career. And that's not even, I think, the most interesting part of what you do, Tam. I think that a lot of people would be surprised and delighted to hear about your process of writing, the fact that you spent more than 20 years on the road writing about rivers, something that I don't think anybody else has ever done. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your nomadic odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it is important to be there uh, in order to learn about uh, my subject. And so when I got my second book contract, which was to write a book about Friends of the Rivers' effort to 
stop a dam from being filled on the Stanislaus River of California. I I packed up my van and uh, and drove west and 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 then lived essentially out of the van for the next 22 years. And it was a wonderful life. You know, it's just a standard Ford van, but it's equipped very well. I have a raised top so I can stand up inside. And I have three boats. I have a raft and two canoes. I have cross-country skis, a mountain bike, about 100 books. There's an ongoing reference library and uh, a laptop computer and so forth. And so it's just it's an easy place to live that allows me to go wherever I need to be. And let's be clear here: we're not talking about a big RV or some, um, you know, some pimped out former Greyhound bus. We're talking about a standard van, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, it's just a regular Ford van, sure. And uh, but very comfortable. And uh, of course, I like I like the small scale of it. You know, it's. Living in a small space is a, is, a, is a lesson in closed systems. There's only so much room. You know, you get something in, you have to find a place for it. And I, I just love the simplicity that, that it requires. And my wife, Anne, and I very happily lived in the van for 11 of those years. She's a writer also. And so uh, we met on the Middle Fork of the Salmon River, and uh, then we spent 11 years in the van. We would often get winter places to stay because we loved living in the snow. We, we were also passionate about backcountry skiing in the mountains. And so we, we would often get a place in the snow for the winter time. But together we did this as a, uh, as a, traveling, uh, as a traveling writer's office. That's that's. Still, it's amazing, and but you're no longer on the road now. I mean, I guess you no, are no. somewhat, but uh, <laughs> congratulations! A few years ago, you bought a house. Why don't you tell us about the transition from the van down by the river to actually being a homeowner? Yeah. yeah, well, for some years we thought that someday we would want to have a house, if for no other reason than a place to to work very efficiently in the winter time. And so we were kind of kept our eye open, and and. Uh, and then when I was writing my book, Pacific High, Adventures in the Coast Ranges from Baja to Alaska, which is a travel book about the, the mountains of the West Coast, we found a little town on the southern coast of Oregon that we liked a lot, and we ended up coming back there the next summer and eventually met a, the, the local environmentalist. I went to interview him. It turned out he was, had to leave. He had to move away, and he insisted on selling us his house. And so... So here we are half a block from the ocean, and indeed it is a great place to get work done in the winter. I'm actually very comfortable thinking of the house as a, as a place to work in, in the wet months of wintertime. And I still travel a good bit of the rest of the time, and, and Anne does as well. And so we're, we're doing both. You know, we, we still do the, the nomadic life, and, uh, but we're here at the house a good bit of the time. Well, now that you're a happy homeowner, what what do you consider to be your home water? <laughs> that's that's it. we're actually half a block from the ocean, so we live on this tiny little estuary that runs into the Pacific. But the Elk River is only three miles away, and the Elk is one of the premier rivers in the National Wild and Scenic River System, and uh, it's it's considered the best salmon and steelhead stream of its size on the West Coast. And a, a beautiful, glorious place that comes out of a wilderness area in the coastal mountain range, one of the few wilderness areas there there are, runs out to the ocean, beautiful, clear water, a river not without its own issues and problems. We're trying to get another wilderness area designated to prevent logging at the headwaters, 
of the stream, which, if it happened, would ruin this clear river as a as a trout and salmon stream. And so we're we're engaged in the in in protecting the Elk River here. The Rogue River is only uh, 25 miles to our south, and that, of course, is another one of the national wild and scenic rivers. So. We live here within a, a, a fabulous region of wild rivers on the West Coast. Should we expect a, a future book on the Elk River, perhaps? <laughs> well, probably not. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, I'll just keep that a secret, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so many rivers, so little time, right? That's right. That's right. Well, you're about to go on the road again for your book tour for Rivers of America, and American Rivers is delighted to be hosting you at a couple of spots. Um, we're going to have you here in Washington, D.C. Uh, in October and also in Albany uh, later in the month, and then you'll be in our Northwest Regional Office in, in Seattle, where they'll be doing an event with you, and a bunch of other places in between. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your tour, how long it's going to last, and where you're headed, and how people can find out where you'll be. Thank you, Rob. I, I, uh, yes, it's a three-month tour. I'm doing about 40 different events. Uh, leaving home here in Oregon, I'm going the whole way to the coast of Maine, and then south to Atlanta, Georgia, and then the whole way back across the south in the Midwest. And... Um, doing talks in New York City and Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Salt Lake City, and so forth. And, uh, and I'm just really excited about this because the, the book is out. The, uh, the book is wonderful. I'm, I'm thrilled with the, way, with the job that the publisher, Harry Abrams, did on it. They're the premier publisher of fine illustrated books in the world. They just did a lavish, wonderful job with this book. So I'm excited to get out and show it to people. And I have a slideshow and that talks about my history of involvement with rivers. And, uh, and in that way, I talk about the, the, the questions and the issues of rivers. And so I'm just really looking forward to, to meeting with people, to seeing a lot of old friends, to meeting many new friends all along the way as I, as I do these slideshows on, on this book tour. Well, we're looking forward to it, and for folks um, who want to, to buy Rivers of America, they won't be disappointed. I got my copy yesterday. Can't wait for you to sign it when you're here. And we're offering an, an excerpt on our website of the first chapter at AmericanRivers.org, and I know a lot of people will want to go and check that out and hopefully uh, buy some more books, and if they're lucky, get a chance to see you on your tour. Thanks for spending time with us today, Tim, and thanks for being such a good friend of Rivers. Thank you, Rob. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, as you say, I've supported the work of American Rivers all my adult life, and actually since American Rivers was formed in 1973. So it's, uh, it's just a real pleasure to be with you here again today. Well, looking forward to seeing you and seeing you out on the river too, Tim. Thanks, Rob. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm, bye. Bye.